everybody. Welcome to the Francast. We are really thrilled to be here. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Uh, I hope you're having a wonderful weekend. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner, and we are here uh, to talk about three more episodes of our favorite show, The Nanny. And we're actually talking about it this week. And, uh, and Larry's here. Hello. Yes, and Colleen is here. Hi, everybody. And so, yes, we are talking about the final three episodes of season one. And Larry, why don't you tell everybody, uh, this is very exciting. We, we, had to, we had to be delayed a week, but now we all have the series copies. So that will never happen again, correct? Correct. Uh, <laughs> Colleen and I both this week got our copies in the mail. <laughs> and it's, uh, it came just in time for me particularly, like legit, right under the buzzer so that I could I could talk about all the episodes. I was, was getting nervous, biting yeah. my nails. I wasn't supposed to be here till next week, but yay, we got it early. So we're here. My, so my Nice DVD stack is sitting here right next to me, actually, as we speak. So never fear. We won't have that problem ever again. And uh, we, we have uh, all the episodes. And we didn't even, they weren't even available on Amazon. We had to buy, the, we had to buy them on eBay. The, the, the box set. It's making it hard to be a nanny fan these days. Yeah, I was I was saying in our group chat and on Twitter. I don't know. I think maybe this is some sort of conspiracy theory with the cable providers to to keep nanny fans on their cable TV subscriptions because so. you can't watch it anywhere else. You can't even buy the DVDs. Uh, so you have to keep your subscription and wait for it to come on. And they only have like in syndication. They only have a set number of episodes it's not like they show every episode from one all the way to the end yeah, with any right, show they right. just have like 25 or whatever that they picked out that uh that they like and and then those are the ones they'll show and so it you really have to have this this whole series thing to in order to watch it but mm -hmm. uh but yeah we the we're starting the first episode that we're talking about episode 20 and it is called Ode to Barbara Joan. <laughs> and uh, so in this episode, we have Cece's father coming to visit. And, uh, and Larry, what was your overall thoughts about this episode? Oh, I enjoyed this one. I thought it was fun uh, just kind of seeing the, the Barbara, as we call them, <laughs> Stan uh, these days. Uh, back in the 90s, good old Babs and her, her Jewish influence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with this one for the most part, actually. Yeah. What do you think, Colleen? I enjoyed it, too. And I do like Barbara. Confession. Yeah. I've I'm seen Barbara once. I saw her in oh. um in about maybe about six seven years ago at the Hollywood Bowl. It was oh, a November wow. show, which is very rare. It was the, probably the last one of the year, and it was bitter outside. For LA, it was like really cold, and mm -hmm. but she was worth every penny. It was not cheap. <laughs> probably but a spring gorgeous. day for good old Utah and Colorado over here. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was probably like. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Probably, I mean, I don't remember exactly, but we were in blankets and gloves. Uh -huh. I mean, it was cold. You know, Hollywood Bowl's outside. 
So it was a chilly yeah. night. But it was but worth it was the awesome. sacrifice for It was yes. worth the cost and the for sacrifice. Barbara. I mean, I didn't go too crazy, but it was more than I normally would spend. So. Yeah. But it was worth it. Yeah. I think a, a lot of us in the 90s went through a, a Barbara phase. I know I did, for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> particularly her her movies are there there's there's something about that she does kind of know her brand and and you kind of know what you're getting when you watch one (laughs) but but they're so oh her movies are so self-consciously uh like they're so like their female empowerment in such a weird way uh i can't like you just know oh this is a barber movie uh (laughs) i mean especially i think yentl is the most ridiculous film i've ever seen like there's like a funny combination of soap opera and sort of modernism in her movies that i think is is really pretty entertaining actually but ridiculous (laughs) i'm talking about the ones she's directed uh or the you know those kind of things like um the the one the uh the one where she and uh was is it, i forget who it is the other guy that they're 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 married but uh they he's like asexual and so they're not going to have relationships and she's like this professor so she's like speaking on feminism and she so they're they're they but they believe they're their minds are strong enough that they can have a, a marriage and i don't know i can't think of the name all of a sudden mirror has two faces the mirror has two oh, faces yeah. it's such a corny movie but it's really fun oh but who is closest to being your barbara streisand my barbara streisand i'm not really i'm not i'm not really much of a celebrity person um hmm that I would really have a friend freak out <laughs> if I did. Um, probably Idina Menzel or Michael Bublé. Okay, nice. Yeah, one of them. I I also love Josh Groban, so maybe one of the three of them. I think I'd get pretty pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you call I love their singing. Um, I'm sure you guys know this already, but I'll tell the audience. <laughs> brian may from queen i've met him four times and it was definitely um an almost pass out type of moment i didn't know what to say i was flustered oh my god no idea what to say it was so overwhelming but amazing and super grateful and three were planned one was accidental so (laughs) or not accidental planned but unsure you know like waiting somewhere where he might show up kind of thing oh okay and he did so yeah that's my that's my person yeah it might be a weird choice to some people but it's not it's not a physical attraction it's just a genius musician yeah it admiration it's just pretty brilliant Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah uh larry i know yours but for the record (laughs) podcast (laughs) what's yours (laughs) oh my (laughs) so mine (laughs) It's a little bit difficult. It's actually, it would be maybe a toss-up, but I'm going to go with the one I haven't gotten the chance to meet, and I'm going to say Britney Spears. Yeah. Mine. <laughs> um, oh. 
I love Britney Spears. I've seen her in several states uh, for several concerts. I like flew to Atlanta. I saw her twice in Vegas. I uh, saw her here in, in Colorado, obviously. Went out to her museum that they opened up in California uh, for right before we got shut down in quarantine. Um, no, but I love her. Unfortunately, her meet and greet uh, tickets are still very expensive, yeah. like ridiculous, like a, over $1,000 on top oh, of the ticket cost. Uh, to get into the show so there's still too much for me to pay but that would definitely be mine my other one is Shaka Khan but I actually did get to meet her a few years ago she's like my genius I just think she has an amazing voice and I love her mm. but yeah <laughs> but the the reason why we're talking about this is because so Cece is very has this weird relationship with her dad uh, and he's very intimidating and and so she's you know nervous about him coming and uh they they, they had a lot of funny jokes between niles and fran about cc like what she's when he says that uh, i admire him for having the guts to admit it she's <laughs> daughter and it's just so funny because they have things like uh her talking about being being with ivana at mar-a-lago and yes. <laughs> i don't believe that it's so funny it's such a time capsule yeah. uh but we find out that her dad has a uh streisand event uh that he has to go to and i just loved fran at that moment she's like you mean barbara Barbara Jones Streisand, who's born on, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> she has her address and owns a piece of her bubble gum and, and all of that. That was really funny. I really enjoyed all of that. Even her ex-husband or ex-boyfriends um, used items framed yeah. in her room. <laughs> she was married at the time. Yeah. Elliot Gold. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it was really cute. And we see that more, I think, in later seasons. Like she's, as as we get the guest stars, yeah. uh, the, uh, you see her kind of uh, freak out a lot more, <laughs> which is fun. Yeah. And, uh, and so Cece's dad invites Fran to the show, to go to the show, because Cece at first is trying to look smarter than Fran. And she's like, oh, she's i don't even i don't even like her she's not she's not a good singer or whatever and to turn her fran, nasally voice yeah. <laughs> fran is like horrified i am too quite frankly <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. uh, i loved when uh uh i well there were a couple of good jokes uh and on cc's expense that like when he says I really like him to meet the man in my life. And Maxwell's like, by all means, bring him along. <laughs> and Niall says, I'll blow him up, put him yes. in his usual chair. Yes, that was my favorite line out. of the whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. I feel like I, I forgot to look it up, but I feel like the actor who played her dad, we've seen in like tons of sitcoms. Robert Culp. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he. Um... I think even on a show with Bill Cosby in the 60s or something or the 70s. I oh, yeah. Remember. 
Yeah, but he, yeah, he's really, he's famous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he looked really familiar to me. But I also loved the joke when she says, we can't use this china. The pattern is hideous. And Nal says, that's not the pattern. It's your reflection. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I kind of liked that Sylvia was equally as invested in this whole experience <laughs> as Fran was. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, this is the happiest day of my life. She's like, what well, don't you mean that isn't that you saving that for my wedding day? Well <laughs> I've learned to learn to accept that or whatever, yeah. and that was funny to me. Learn and, to live for today. Yeah, for today. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Uh there's like a B plot to this episode with uh with mr sheffield gets invited to speak at the theater guild but he's promised to take brighton to the baseball game and they had some funny mets jokes mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yes a professional team at all <laughs> <laughs> not much has changed since then i don't think they're getting no, any good I don't think so. <laughs> yeah yeah <think> so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I I thought that Lauren Lane did a really nice job with Cece in this episode. Uh, just there was a little more vulnerability to her. Uh, I don't know what what did you think about that, Colleen? I agree. I thought that was uh, well done, and I like that she had a little more material to work with. Mm -hmm. And um, it's like you know when it all comes down to it, sometimes we just want the attention of a parent. You know, you just want to yeah. be their center at least for a moment yeah so. no how old you are right doesn't matter i yeah. did love seeing her like beat up niles uh as fran was like <laughs> describing how kids lash out yeah well, i i loved too when you see <laughs> when, when fran is talking uh, to to maxwell about uh about brighton and, and you see Cece's reactions mirroring what she's saying yeah. in the thing. <laughs> and she's like, and that concludes today's audiovisual demonstration. <laughs> <laughs> that was so yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. And uh yeah, and the uh uh the I like that that Fran had a she's on a clear day wig. <laughs> Oh, I, yes. because that's another one of her ridiculous barbara movies is on a clear day it's such a because she's like she's a uh she goes to a psychiatrist to try to quit smoking and then she ends up falling in love this i don't it's it's pretty it's pretty uh uh pretty ridiculous but um Gosh. Yeah. I loved seeing her like curling those two side pieces where she's like, look, from Yentl. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was so funny seeing her like curling those two little strands to, <laughs> to spiral down the side of her head. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I like it when Fran says that she has to tell Ma she's their, their Barbara's their spiritual leader. Yes. Their leader. <laughs> um, I do think that Fran, I, wins really good person points in this episode uh she's really unselfish and 
I think with all her eccentricities, I think that's why everybody loves her so much is she's just such a nice person. Yeah. I I think in this one, (laughs) I do think she completely misread Brighton because I yeah. Yeah. well That's obviously true. as we move forward but when you're watching it was like mm, he made it <laughs> it didn't seem like a, a hesitant it's good uh it seemed like a, oh good I didn't want to go <laughs> kind of yeah. no it's cool dad I'm good thanks uh you know like, <laughs> right. you know as a kid there are sometimes when your parents are like let's go to this thing and you're like uh like you go because you know either you know it'll make your parents happy or well you're a kid and have no choice yeah but when they're like oh you know i'm so sorry and you're like oh it's good i'm fine thank god <laughs> thank goodness i don't have to go <laughs> my friend my saturday's free yeah yeah <laughs> She she tells uh, Maxwell that, oh, he's only pretending to not want to spend time with you. He actually does want to spend time with you, kind of like what's happening with Cece. But in actuality, he doesn't want to spend time with <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and there was a, a funny, we got a good Andrew Lloyd Webber joke yeah. uh, in there. With, it's on time. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> and it is kind of funny when you think about it. I mean, I know that... that Android Weber is a producer as well, but but it is kind of funny that they make those jokes because it's not like it's not like Maxwell is a song a composer, a songwriter, <laughs> or like Sondheim is, but yeah, yeah, they're like, did they already ask <laughs> Did they already ask Android Weber? <laughs> He's like, okay, so he decides to cancel his speaking gig that he'd been hoping to get at the theater guild <laughs> uh, so that he could take right into the game and he's just like uh, i already plans because i told you it was no problem yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then she kind of is like oh i mean he did say and then yeah. runs away like. <laughs> and i was kind of glad that they didn't go really the whole like friggin and cece's dad are in a relationship they didn't really yeah. i mean there was one joke that uh that now says about miss fine being your new mommy <laughs> oh my gosh yeah <laughs> but that was it and then they play off of that in the like dynamic in the bathroom like right. they don't there's not really a joke about it but they you know they play off that kind of fran being the scolding stepmom uh trying to get her daughter to accept her type of thing but right uh, yeah, yeah, I'm glad they didn't either because I didn't think they had that kind of chemistry. No. No, I liked it better as kind of what Fran was saying is like he's looking for a daughter basically to mm-hmm. kind of spoil and, yeah. you know, who's interested in something he's interested in rather than a love interest. Yeah. Right. And we also have uh, Niles has corns on his feet so he can't walk. <laughs> so he's just like just come in! <laughs> yes. Sorry. Let yourself in. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's like, oh, get me a dry martini or something. It'll be bone dry by the time you get it. It'll be be evaporated. (laughs) So there was a lot of. uh, Oh, there was also a. uh, a, a, Did you notice, uh, Colleen, when Fran says that talks about there being it was a a hallmark moment? Yes, I did hear that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. and that was like 
way before Hallmark Channel was a thing. I mean, right. that was so just the cards. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah. And I did like also when, when Cece uh, criticizes uh, Barbara Streisand, <laughs> she says an entire acre of Best Shalom Cemetery just rolled over. <laughs> I loved the physical comedy of Fran at that table too. Like the, the yeah. passing out gig or yeah, yeah. joke was, I thought, funny. And I yeah. loved the elongated one at the end. I thought was really <laughs> well done and really well yeah. timed. Yeah, that was really fun. She held out as long as she could. <laughs> I loved Sylvia like singing the way we were from right. upstairs <laughs> as Fran is like yeah. turning him down. <laughs> Memory. It's like yes. the corner of my mind. Yeah. <laughs> or when she says, Ma, this is your fault. You taught me to always put family first. And she's like, Our family. <laughs> put our family first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And and then so Fran and and Sylvia end up listening to the concert uh, over the phone, portable phone. That old portable oh, phone. Hilarious. Yeah. Like oh my gosh, look at her holding up that phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a lot of fashion in this episode. Ooh. It yeah. started out with her with the good old black turtleneck. <laughs> with this striped it was it was like vertical stripes it's kind of primary colors red uh, blue green kind of colors with these cutaway sleeves i guess i would call it strip almost fringe it was like a, a <laughs> thick thick like stripped fringe or something it was it was quite weird yeah it was so bad i can't i had to hold it in i even said something to myself like oh my god it's like a rainbow explosion but it was not a good explosion. To it me, was awful. <laughs> to me, she looked like she was ready to to start a circus, like a ringmaster or something. Like it looked, it, yeah, it was pretty bad. Those sleeves. It was the just sleeves. like, whoa! Look at those sleeves. It was yeah. beyond ridiculous. That was one of the worst things <laughs> for me. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty bad. And then she has the turtleneck on again. Black turtleneck, black skirt, black tights with a white long-sleeved uh, white jacket with black flowers on it. That was I actually, awful. The bolero? Yeah. I, like, yeah. I yeah. liked this, except I wish she would have taken off the turtleneck. Like, I would have right. really liked it, because I didn't think there needed to be a turtleneck underneath of that little black mini shirt. dress or black shirt or whatever it was. So, again, sometimes it's so hard to tell. I'm like, is this a dress? And there's, is this a dress? Oh, yeah. A shirt and a shirt, because she's wearing, like, black. And, uh, I don't know. But I thought it would have been really cute, actually, because I liked that little jacket, the little, um, get but, a white yeah, jacket. The, the turtleneck, it was just too much. It was like, oh, again, this is too much. But it, this was good. This was fine overall. I, I, I thought it was good. Yeah, you looked pretty professional, like pretty yeah. good. Mm -hmm. And in the audio commentary of not this episode, but the final episode we'll talk about, she does say, Fran says that she did her own makeup on the show, which I thought was interesting. Oh. That and and I guess she wanted to make it a little more natural over time, but uh, but Peter really insisted that she keep it kind of a little bit over the top, a little bit strong uh, for the character. She he wanted to keep. She said that he wanted to keep it her sort of the queen's look, uh, keep it going. So that was that was interesting and. Um, then she has black pants, a white shirt, a tie with a print on it. Uh, this is her outfit when she's with 
uh, Cece's dad shopping. Uh, then she has a black pinstriped vest, kind of is how I describe it, with a print on it. It had like a, it had like a roses, black roses kind of thing on the back, and then a pink. She was wearing the pink coat. I thought that tie was so weird. <laughs> it's, yeah, this was another one that was almost really good. Yeah, the the tie mm-hmm. was really long. First of all, it was too long for mm-hmm. her, and I don't, I don't know. It was like. Eh. It wasn't quite businessy enough. I, I don't know, because I like a, I like a good little suit, a skirt suit, and the pinch mm-hmm. tie. So I was like, this could be really cute. Right. The tie just uh, it it didn't work quite right. right. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we see her getting ready, and she's in a uh, pink and blue of uh, tropical flowered robe that we see. That was I think a new one. I don't think we'd seen that robe before. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, but and then we get the Bob Mackie white formal sleeveless dress with a st- with statement necklace, earrings, and white gloves. So this is definitely the statement outfit of the whole uh, of the whole season. Her, mm-hmm. her most formal uh, outfit, I think, and uh, it was beautiful. I mean, they they had a probably a pretty tough task in finding something that would look good on both of them <laughs> yeah right yeah it was i thought yeah i thought this was beautiful mm-hmm. i was like oh she looks great yeah i wow. liked it i just didn't like the gloves i liked the gown i felt i know the gloves are needed but i didn't also see like it went too far for me the gloves were too far <laughs> mm-hmm. it's definitely into yeah. those uh formal like elbow length gloves in this uh three little episodes because she wears some black ones in another right yeah she's into these gloves right now but yeah i thought she looked great in it though Mm -hmm. yeah i mean those kind of dresses always make me nervous because i'm always afraid they're gonna fall they look so (laughs) like precarious i'm like ah and i always kind of want to pull them up a little bit but that's just me being prude i guess but um, i was like are they staying put i don't know i did uh, notice when she walked across the room she i i'm sure that was heavy mm-hmm. and it, it, she looked like she not struggling but she had to take small steps because you can't stretch your legs in that you know you have to be careful and besides so you know it's floor length or maybe longer mm-hmm. so you had to be careful but i noticed i wouldn't be sure tri- i'd be afraid of tripping yeah oh yeah for sure <laughs> i <laughs> um and then we see her when she switches out she's in the white robe with the puffy pink flowers uh and then uh we see her last there's a little end credit scene she's has a white shirt with a big collar and a a weird black uh um vest with fabric swatches on it and a red skirt black nylons that was a strange outfit. Uh, yes. So ugly. <laughs> this goes in the weird, like, vests and stuff. I don't coats. That vest was so ugly. It, really was. Yes. it was awful. Yeah. This was one of two. She wears another really weird vest in another episode of these two. With, I was just like, what in the world? But this one was just, ooh. I know yeah. which one you're talking about. Like, oh, yeah. my gosh. These vests. <laughs> yeah but i would give this one a pretty high score i i just i think it's really funny it has so many good lines it 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 does a lot of character building for it helps us become even more attached to fran because she's so unselfish and kind 
uh, it has some good lines from Niles. <laughs> it has, uh, it, I don't know, it's just really sweet and funny. And it's, I think feel like it's emblematic of kind of everything that's good about the show. Uh, and uh, so I don't know. I, I, I give it a nine. Is that too high? Uh, <laughs> I feel like it. It's really a great, a really good episode. I feel like. Yeah, it was easily my favorite of the three. I had a lot of fun with this episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was I was thinking like 8.5 in my head. So mm -hmm. I'll go with 8.5. Yeah. Colleen? I was originally thinking 8.5, but you said 8.5 and you said 9. I'm going to go in the middle. We'll do 8.75. All right. It was, it was really good. It was, yeah. it was one yeah. of the best ones I've seen all this season. For sure. It was yeah. the best one based on the rankings, I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it might yeah. be. <laughs> yeah it's 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 a really good one all right next we have franny's choice and in this one uh the it, it's weird because this one it felt I, I don't know if i just recently watched it but at first when i was watching i'm like have i seen this before the introduction felt very similar to me uh to the um the beginning of the one where they eat the imaginary friend you know because the same oh, yeah. you know they're sort of sitting there and but Fran, she makes a, she fixes Gracie's teddy bear. And she put, puts a big lips on it. And she's like, now it's a share bear, <laughs> the care yes. bear. That made me laugh. <laughs> and so Mr. Sheffield is going to a big event. He's in a tux. He looked really, really good. <laughs> and I thought it was so weird because Maggie, she looked like she was going to play polo or something. Like going to the club or something. <laughs> I thought her outfit was so strange to be going to the movies. <laughs> like, are you like a jockey or something? I don't know. It's weird to me. But we find out from Val that Danny, uh, Fran's ex, has dumped Heather Biblow. And Val says, Well, this time you can dump him. And uh, for Survivor fans out there, uh danny played by jonathan penner who would be go on to be uh on survivor <laughs> oh. it's a pretty popular player on oh. survivor and it's actually a really cool uh right uh, now he um if you look into his life right now his uh wife has i think als or something of that something like that and what they're doing to try to make the best out of a, a hard situation is is pretty pretty cool and uh um anyway they seem like a really amazing couple and so he's 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 a talented talented guy and uh was was a really entertaining character on survivor he, he was he had a lot of fun fun personality and fun lines and uh so this is his second time obviously he's in the pilot uh but uh um but he's in this and <clears throat> i must say i do think that fran and danny are they out they have pretty they are pretty good kissers they are pretty good <laughs> that it's pretty well done because you're, you're supposed to buy that this is such a great kiss that it makes her <laughs> agree to marry him basically and forgive all all of what has happened they've got that spark uh, and I was like, yeah, it looks pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. Would you agree? 
Yeah, if he just wasn't yeah, I, so, so like kind of sleazy, you could totally buy into it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, it was just very passionate. For, for How do you feel con. about that that equipment joke in the in the wedding boutique from oh, yeah. uh, from Maggie to Brighton? <laughs> yeah, what was it again, I forgot what it was. Uh, he tells her something like, "Oh, look, uh, your boyfriend." It was like a naked male figure <laughs> uh, mannequin, and she's like, "Oh, he has the personality to match you." And she's like, "Oh, look, he has the same." same equipment to match you and she points to his crotch his ken crotch i totally missed that <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> like, oh how yeah. did i miss that i have to go back and watch i don't know that. it was at the, yeah when they <laughs> all in that away. peak at the beginning i know that part but i missed that whole i, I yeah. must have looked away yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I there were a couple little jokes that i loved in this episode I mean, I, I thought it was funny when Fran says, oh, it's official. I peaked in high school. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> and when she says to, to Cece about Cece, she says, happy is not a good color for that one. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> and uh, I also like the whole running bit about uh, Niles being in love once. And he was like, I was in love once. I was remarkably stupid. And, <laughs> and, and, and Mr. Sheffield's like, everyone knew that you and Caroline, what? <laughs> whatever her name was. Yeah. That made me laugh. And uh, so basically, Fran tells Danny that, you know, I'm not going to wait around for you. I'm not going to wait around more and wait around for you to marry me, ask, ask me to, to marry you. And so he's like, okay, fine. Will you marry me? And she hasn't said yes, but she goes over and talks to her mom. And at first, uh, her, Sylvia thinks that, that it's Mr. Sheffield that uh, has proposed. And uh, she, she's like, no, of course, of course not. And but Fran feels conflicted because she just loves the kids so much and uh she she doesn't know what to do and but Cece, this is like her most excited <laughs> moment of her life <laughs> wants Fran to get married so bad and <laughs> and uh, Niles says that woman could deliver for dominoes <laughs> <Yes. laughs> uh, and so then we have uh once she tells uh mr sheffield and he says nobody could ever replace you miss fine and they have kind of like a, a long handshake and he says you'll be greatly missed by the children <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's when we the friend tells the kids and uh, gracie is so cute in that scene <laughs> Yeah. She's like, that doesn't seem like it would be a very good marriage at all. <laughs> and uh, and so and and Shefield's <laughs> Shiffold's interview interviewing the replacement nannies. Yeah. And he's like, they had no fashion at all. <laughs> yeah, no, no style. And the yeah. hair was oddly flat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so then uh mr sheffield says how much he'll miss her and basically like danny comes 
to pick her up uh, and uh, he is just such a he's such a loser like what you're saying and she's just torn back forth back forth and and then she's like was he always this stupid i think you were always this stupid yeah <laughs> and uh i also like when she says uh what cheers me up a scotch and a fist of batteries <laughs> this <is for> <laughs> Oh, I know that was like you could hear the audience like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, and so she finally she tells him, I don't want to hurt you, but I think I've outgrown you. And uh, then we get a post credit scene with uh, the head of the network at the time, uh, that she had met on a plane uh that uh was where that was this that was the person she pitched the nanny to when she was off to visit twiggy in england and and so i kind of felt like that was the the final episode of the season like it felt a little bit weird to have that that uh ending that coda and mm-hmm. it not be the final episode i felt that too i was gonna bring it up actually that it just this felt like the season finale to me, mm-hmm. uh, just the way it was yeah. structured, yeah. The, the outfit, you know, that she comes down to say goodbye in, she's mm-hmm. saying goodbye to the family, but decides to say like, that's very conclusion to the, to the season to me. Right. So it was very strange then to be like, oh, we have one more episode in this season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because this one, this one kind of, it felt like it ended it and we move on to the next one, but. Well, you especially know. because that because she was wearing basically the pilot outfit wasn't yeah. she yeah that's what i'm saying because she's yeah. she's coming in and leaving in the same thing and yeah it, it felt like a, a very pilot i mean a very season finale mirroring the pilot kind of thing the same guy the whole deal mm-hmm. yeah i agree yeah i don't get it <laughs> yeah, I, don't get I agree it. I mean, I guess I guess Mother's Day, and they had a Mother's Day episode filmed, so they were like, "Well, we can't air this before Mother's Day, so bump the season finale up in a week, and we'll put Mother's Day at the end." I don't know. Yeah, I kind of wonder if that was the reason. It seems like it. It seems like it. Well, so this for fashion in this episode, we had started out with she had a black the black turtleneck, black skirt, and then she had a yellow and black striped sweater. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, was like a, a little cutout sweater it was a, a short little sweater mm-hmm. and at least this time the black turtleneck felt more appropriate you know yeah you want to yeah. have something on underneath that little tiny sweater she was wearing right. and it went i actually thought i thought this was a pretty cute kind of yeah youthful looking little outfit yeah it was cute uh and then you see her with this when she's trying to to uh, impress danny she wears this uh, black pinstripe off-the-shoulder dress with red gloves and red purse, red buttons, and, it, and then this large black hat. Mm-hmm. And people just don't wear hats. Maybe in England they do, but not, not over here very much. And so it's always a little bit jarring to me when I see somebody wearing a hat. I was like, wow, that's a bold choice. Well, other than the kentucky derby yeah <laughs> I was say, and the only thing even in the uk is like any of the royal stuff i don't know what regular people wear them 
Like I've been to tea before. Yeah. At the Ritz. And they, people don't wear hats at the Ritz. I mean, don't you, don't, you just don't wear a hat there. You wear nice clothes, but you don't yeah. wear a hat. So it just uh, this was another time I think this is like the third or fourth time this season where I thought the outfit was nice but she put on a hat that kind of ruined it because <laughs> that hat was so weird it was too. so um, weird it was a very weird shape it the material was strange as well and then her hairstyle like her hair was just kind of down with mm-hmm. this kind of formal outfit and this big hat I was like oh she should have at least slicked her hair back into like some kind of formal sleek bun or something rather mm-hmm. than I, I mean having it just down like it was it, it looked weird to me altogether but I don't know I was like oh we could have just done without this big huge hat in general yeah it, it really was a strange uh, a strange outfit I mean she looked gorgeous of course but uh, and and we, I mean I think it was also a little bit jarring when you wear turtlenecks twenty four seven all of a sudden to have your shoulders cut covered. <laughs> what? And I think I didn't like the dress. I thought it the buttons not only I thought the buttons cheapened it, but I also mm-hmm. the color of the buttons and the size. But I also didn't like the white on the shoulders. Like if the whole mm-hmm. thing had been the plaid, I think that would have made it better. You know? Yeah, it feels a little little gimmicky. Like yeah. a little like I'm going to be a sailor. For, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i don't know maybe it was intentional of like kind of tacky uh like a tacky's person idea of formal and like dressing up i don't know but then you get to that hat and it just threw it all off so it's like (laughs) oh this isn't really a tacky person's vision of like this is nobody's vision i don't know what is this hat At least yeah. just make it a sun hat or something. I don't know. Maybe if, like I could have accepted it more as just a sun yeah. hat or something. I mean, I kind of right. wish people did wear hats these days because it would be, it would be kind of fun. But I can't ever wear Rachel, hats. You just I, need to go to a derby party. Know, yeah, you do, do. Or go go to a royal wedding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when when uh, for the Kate and William wedding, we my friends and I we had a. Uh, a party and we <laughs> decorated our own hats we made our own hats and that was so much fun that, that was i don't really... know if i told you guys i went to the royal wedding i went i was at harry and megan's wedding in the in the um i was on the on the did you watch it oh, of course yeah i was there i was one of those thousands <laughs> of people on the lawn there on the oh, walkway my gosh. i was there that's cool <laughs> and i did not wear a hat <laughs> no? it, was warm. it was warm out i uh-huh. had jeans on and, and a top yeah we we my friend and i flew over for that reason it was oh awesome my oh my gosh so <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a whole other conversation about yeah, that but, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, there's such a i mean i guess that's why they have that one with Meghan Markle that series that I kind of ribbed Rachel about when I saw the DVDs at Walmart um, <laughs> but I didn't realize such a overlap of Hallmarkies and um, royal wedding oh, yes. oh are you kidding they, they have like <laughs> especially that year I, they had like it felt like 15 royal movies that year <laughs> there, there were probably more like seven but there were a lot so you stay up in the whole deal, Rachel? You stay up into the middle of the night oh, yeah. waiting? Yeah, I mean, I'm an insomniac anyway, so oh, that I really say, wasn't hard. I know, really, I'm <laughs> like, wait a minute, I know her habits. She stays up to the middle of the night regardless, so. Yeah, I mean, for that one wasn't as much fun because I can't remember, everybody had plans, and so I was just kind of by myself, but 
but uh but i um made uh little cucumber sandwiches and, and tea and and i uh, had a little party for myself and it was pretty yummy and yeah. i think maybe my sister was there. i can't remember but uh, <laughs> but it wasn't as it wasn't as fun as kate and williams where i had yeah like a i mean it was party. great but the logistics we had to get up super early get yeah. on the train it was a big mess and then being in windsor with so many people it was hard to like there wasn't a lot of options there's not many restrooms over there it was, it was a lot oh, of gosh. stuff yeah but it was worth it you know but we yeah. were exhausted by, by <laughs> the day like five o'clock that day we were like so tired yeah it was fun so then we had she had an outfit with blue pants a purple shirt a white vest with this strange embroidery and it was like the the embroidery oh was in really unflattering places Ugh. there was one flower that was like right on her boob and it was like so weird yeah. and then she had a silver coat with it but i thought that vest was so strange uh, yeah that weird ones on this one was hideous that was the next one that was just <laughs> yes. horrifying that was, best. I was, was like, like oh. southwestern pattern almost? oh my god it was, <laughs> it was horrendous and I'm like what are you what i don't know yeah. I, just to see the clothing for the like on set i can't even imagine what looking at the clothing would have been like uh, on, a, on a hanger i just no. i can't imagine anyone like at any time period really walking up to the hangar taking that vest off and being like yes we're going let's go with this one <laughs> like i can't imagine no. it i can't really imagine a designer i mean i guess i can a little bit more a designer but looking at it and thinking yes this is good they we're looked gonna, too like homespun to be uh, avant-garde yeah but yeah. but so so you wouldn't imagine a designer in that way but yeah, it was so ugly, and it was just so unflattering the way where everything lay on the, on the vest. Yeah. And when uh, someone like that can't can't wear a flattering outfit because she's so thin, right? Trim, when it when an outfit doesn't look flattering in her, that says a lot about the outfit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, then she had a, a one where she had a white, pretty white, puffy, a white shirt, black vest uh, with a white design on it and red skirt now yeah. this, this vest i didn't mind yeah it was fine this one with the white i was like yeah, okay this, this looks fine yeah and she then you see her in the pilot outfit uh with uh the leopard print uh that leopard print collar and cuffs and the matching beret that we've seen uh and then finally in the uh <laughs> and she's she's got a, a black sparkly dress tie-dye collared shirt and a black a black turtleneck black skirt black tights <laughs> so but the best i mean it was like a weird plastic <laughs> like vinyl i don't yeah it was yeah. a weird thing and then yeah that tie-dye long sleeved shirt i was like oh okay. this is uh it's another odd one you know that shiny vest is something that Moira would have worn on my other show that I was just telling you about earlier. <laughs> that shiny vest is something she wore something like that on one of the episodes. Yeah. In 2020 or 2018 or whatever oh, the wow. whatever the year was. 
Oh, I, uh, I, I just creep. Oh gosh, yeah. I must have been really dated because I feel like it, it just—it's a really dated fashion look to me. Like I know that material and that shiny fabric was pop. Like it's had its time, but yeah. uh, it just looks so dated now to me. It's terrible. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, <laughs> I just am always like, oh, seems so hot, like sticky. I don't know. Whenever I see that kind of fabric. <laughs> So what score would you give this one? What about you, Larry? This one I'll go with maybe like a, a seven. Mm, yeah. What about you, Colleen? I was going to say the same thing. I, I agree with the seven. That's yeah. a good one. It was a really sweet episode. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I would also, I'll give it a seven. So, all right. Last episode. This should have been the finale. Then it, yeah. it might have gotten bumped up a yeah. point five if it were the finale. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. All right. Last episode is called I Don't Remember Mama. And in this one, they, you have uh, Fran. Uh, she's trying to help the Sheffields be able to grieve and celebrate uh, their Mother's Day uh, in the way that she seems is appropriate because they just pretend like their mother, Sarah, uh, didn't even exist they don't talk about her they don't and i did love all of that when she's just like in my house if we didn't talk about the dead we wouldn't have anything to talk about <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so yeah so um mr sheffield decides to join a country club and i mean i maybe i don't really understand manhattan but where the heck was that country club supposed to be it looked like <laughs> It looked like it was in Florida or something like that. Like, I mean, I, Long Island or the I Hamptons, guess, I would it, say, but that's a yeah. long drive. Long it's drive. You can go around the corner. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's not just like in the club. <laughs> like, the things, I don't know. <laughs> that was weird. They don't have, they, they don't have a country club in Manhattan. They not like have that. Other club. Yeah, not yeah. like that. That's for sure. I, mean, well, I guess I New Jersey. Club. But, <laughs> new jersey too possibly but still you still it's a long it's not close no not at all that was funny to me <laughs> like, he's so rich that there's a mysterious there's a mysterious country club in manhattan that we didn't know about it just bulldozed <laughs> some area to, yeah. to build this country club and plant yeah. some trees yeah they've taken over central park yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so Gracie decides that she's going to sign up for the beauty, the mom and daughter beauty club, beauty uh, pageant. And uh, they, once they go there, they meet uh, Bobby Joe and Betty Joe, <laughs> daughter pair, bearing at the pageant. Yeah. And, uh, and so, and Fran, there's an audio commentary for this episode. And Fran is saying, I guess that in her previous show, she'd worked with the lady who played the mom of those two. And that's uh, why she had, had hired them. But, but basically, yeah, they're like the mean girls of the country club, uh, Bobby Joe and Betty Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Fran tells Mr. Sheffield, "Oh, there aren't. Uh, don't worry, there aren't a lot of pageant-related injuries." <laughs> oh yeah. And but then she tells about that she switched uh, the hairspray for Pam. <laughs> one of her people and she says she won anyway but couldn't keep that crown on for anything <laughs> yeah that was good and so basically the uh the 
they they're going to uh fran is going to be the magician's assistant for grace uh and a trick where they saw <laughs> saw her and have that trick and I, I thought that was kind of fun a uh, little set piece i guess yeah mm-hmm. yeah the uh if you ever wondered how that trick i mean that one's pretty obvious i guess but it was sort of fun <laughs> and uh, <laughs> i i liked niles he says the woman about cc the woman could invite the clintons to go whitewater rafting <laughs> that was a very 90s joke but there was a whole whitewater <laughs> whitewater investigation into the clintons yeah. so that was a deep cut there <laughs> kind of but, fun seeing cc just kind of like rolling her around when yeah. everybody left but yeah. niles you have no power here be gone until someone drops a house on you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was my favorite line of the whole episode yeah. yes uh, but we find out that i that well so i think it was it was the little girl uh she says she tells and <laughs> says that oh she's breaking the rules they're breaking the rules because they're not mother daughter and so that obviously very upsetting to to gracie and uh grace tells she gets upset she tells uh maxwell that it's not that she feels sad about her mom it's that she can't remember her mm-hmm. and because she was so little and he says i especially remember how much she loved you this is very very sweet and uh then we get the talent show the uh of the pageant and we get anything you can do i could do better with the chin chin puppets uh that was so funny to me i love that i've always loved those uh it was really i thought it was really cute yeah <laughs> Well, especially Fran like doing that extra nasal for her like, character like going all in with that vocal work on that character I thought it was really fun yeah yeah me too and and then Patty LaBelle shows up <laughs> that was a with weird cameo <laughs> Patty LaBelle and her daughter just some members of this uh, illustrious country club in Manhattan right this secret mysterious, club this mysterious country club in manhattan uh and uh so they end up getting runner up and uh <laughs> and i forget how many times fran says that she has won it was like 10 times or something like that but uh so then they end up watching a video of the uh of the the family and you actually they did a great job of casting kids that were younger versions of their kids mm-hmm. i thought they did a very good job with that and uh you get to see sarah and i think that sarah looks just like katie Kirk, <laughs> the news lady <laughs> oh yeah do you know who that is that's bess armstrong she was in um a hallmark and she was on my so-called life if anybody ever watched that show. oh yeah she played the mother what was she yeah. in hallmark Oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. Oh, while we're talking, I'll look it up while we're I can't remember okay. right now. <laughs> um, uh, but I loved them watching that, and I loved how Fran just like kind of patted Maxwell's uh, arm while they're watching because she knew that it would be hard for him. And that was just such a sweet moment, I thought. 
Yeah, I think obviously the subject matter of the episode was really sweet and something nice to address. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of that grieving process. Um, and yeah, so it's, you don't want to forget them. You don't want to lock them away and never talk about them again. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I thought it was it was really sweet. Um, the whole the whole episode really was pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, and so in this as far as the fashion we have she starts out with a white fluffy shirt with yellow pants this is the print that, uh, pa- that pirate top strikes yeah. again yes. the pirate yeah. top yes. <laughs> uh, and then we see her with sort of a, a a navy suit with a skirt with diamond buttons uh, and uh, and the border of the Shoulders. Of the thing is got studs. It's all those has studs. like shoulder pads, like yeah, diamonds. Yeah. I have blue dress pads. with studded shoulder pads. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but no turtleneck. I was very excited. <laughs> and nylons, sure nylons there, and, yeah. and then she has a little black outfit for as the magician's assistant with sparkles. Oh, that's, that's where the black gloves came in. I was like, where did she wear the black gloves? At here, this um, yeah. during this little outfit, she had the the elbow length black gloves. Yeah. And then you, the, she has this dress at the country club, which is this white dress with kind of color patches, and it has like spaceships on it in the print. If you actually looked at, oh, is that what <laughs> like, those were? Oh, yeah, it had, like spaceships. spaceships I just kind of I wrote just the design because yeah. I was like, I don't know what I that design is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and bright blue nylons, oh. and uh, she said in the uh, in the audio commentary that it was Todd Oldman. And that he was her lucky charm, her her good luck charm, oh. on the show. So. I did love because it was in that <laughs> outfit. My favorite Fran line this time was when they're going back and forth with the mom, and she's like, "Let who? Let she who is without silicone cast the first stone." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> yeah. Um, and so then she has on a leopard print suit with a black turtleneck and then grace has a matching dress which was cute they're mm. matching uh and then the last one there's watching the movie she has jeans on with a white top and they okay. had like sort of peasant sleeves it was like a, almost a crocheted it looked yeah, i mean it looked okay for just kind of like chilling at the house but it was a, like a little bit of a weird little sweater thing i don't know <laughs> did anyone else find it a little bit strange that we didn't get any sylvia this episode though like i know it was mostly about the kids mother's day but i was like oh yeah i don't know we didn't even get like a, a quick little cameo of her talking to her mom or yeah. dropping off the tapes and that getting a little sense. quick moment with her mom mm-hmm. she made these videotapes of her as a kid yeah <laughs> and right. I, I made copies for everyone it's okay you don't have to watch it now, but yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I also liked when Grace is like mad brushing her doll's hair. I don't have that yes, many that yeah. funny. <laughs> so what Rachel, did she say? You're going to look like Sinead. She's going to make her look like Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> so Bess Armstrong, Rachel, was in that movie, I Married Who? Oh, I like that one. She that was the fun. mom. And then her uh, Kelly Martin's mom. And then she was in Love and Sunshine. I do not remember her in that. Oh, she must have been the mom or somebody. Interesting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You you all's memory recall <laughs> is just insane. Well, Google just helps insane. a lot. Oh, I yeah, know, I had to Google it. Even, <laughs> it. 
even hearing though, just being able to hear these titles when Hallmark releases like hundreds of films a year, it seems like, <laughs> and just being able to recall that exact Hallmark movie, uh, know, it is a, no, no. quite the feat, I will say. It's funny, I said I married you and you do exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, like, oh my gosh. I mean, I, I especially know that because it's a little bit unusual <laughs> of a Hallmark movie yeah. because uh it i mean i forget when it was made it was like 2000 maybe 13 or 14 uh but the character gets drunk and ends up getting married in vegas <laughs> like that like that kind of plot like never happens anymore so i think that's why i particularly um but yeah i mean <laughs> I, I i i at least i i think i don't know sometimes i think all the like ridiculous nonsense that i know like this is like i just hope that it's just adding on to my knowledge as opposed to i hope nothing actual like of any kind of importance is being expelled replaced. <laughs> yeah. oh, all worry. of that schooling slowly <laughs> being replaced and eroded away rachel yeah. yeah yeah i mean my master's degree would be long gone long gone i know same <laughs> So anyway, so what rating would you give this one? What about you, Larry? Uh, this one, I'll, I'll probably go with an eight. Um, I really liked everything to do with, with the discussion around kind of the grieving process and kids and all of the, the Mother's Day stuff I thought was really sweet. Yeah, it's very sweet. What about you, Colleen? I would say eight as well. I mean, I probably would have given it an eight and a half. Like, I agree with Larry if it wasn't the season finale and that the season didn't end on such a down note. I get the point, but it was like, really? It was so sad, the ending. Yeah. But it was a good episode. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I would probably give it a 7.5. I'll just be a little, I like it, I think. Uh, but um, but yeah, it was it was a good, sweet episode. So there we go. That's the season. I think Woo! it was a pretty strong first season. Uh, maybe maybe we should do an episode where we kind of talk about season overview kind of thing. Maybe I that did would notice yeah. getting this uh, DVD set, they jump into season two quick because uh, they have like the original air dates on here. And it's only a few months until season two started oh. airing. And I was like, wow, they, <laughs> they leaped right into season two. Yeah, because season mm -hmm. one finished on may 16th mm -hmm. and then season two started on september 12th of the same year yeah. so you Pretty know quick. it was a, it was a quick turnaround to get back on air <laughs> yeah definitely well wow. maybe we will do, let us know if you're listening and you think that sounds like a fun idea to do a little recap uh maybe some of our favorite fashions our favorite stuff that might be fun let us know what you think uh and uh so larry where can people find you you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, as well as YouTube, all at LC Screen Talk. Great. And Colleen? I am on Twitter and Instagram at Lele, L-E-L-E, 44094. Great. And you can follow us at the Frankcast 14 on Twitter. Make sure you're doing that. What's the Instagram uh, that you've set up for Frankcast? I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> it's <laughs> Francast1993. Great. Make sure you're following that. It's going to be really fun. 
And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. I would really appreciate it. And then also make sure you're following the Hallmarkies podcast, uh, which is our uh, our founding network. Uh, so follow them. We're going to have lots of good content coming out this next week. Lots of fun stuff, including coverage of Sweet Magnolias on Netflix. Uh, so a lot of fun stuff going on over there. So I hope you all have a wonderful Memorial Day. And uh, we'll talk to y'all later. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.